basketball coach Tyler Smith-Peters. I don't know. I, I always feel like we should have, I don't know if it, we should have trumpets sounding or if we should have, I mean, because here we go. Uh, jumped up to number four in the country. Uh, have set a new consecutive win streak at the college with 16, uh, 18 and two, undefeated in the conference. Um, so far, uh, let's be frank about it. Nobody has really given these guys much of a test. Uh, now, maybe it's coming because they've got at Alney, at Shawnee, at Vincennes, at Lincoln Trail. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Four games on the road in a row. And Tyler Smith-Peters is with us. Um, do we give, did I give you enough buildup or you want me to keep going? <laughs> no, I think that was good. That was great. Um, and, and Dave and I were talking a little bit at the beginning, um, because seriously, and we've said this so many times, but let me ask you, um, just confidentially, um, did you expect all of this to happen this way when you, accepted the job back in the summer when you were painting apartments and you were moving people in and getting things ready for the jamboree. Did you, did you think that we'd be sitting here talking on the last day of January and you'd have a new consecutive winning? I mean, you couldn't have, you couldn't have, did you? No, I mean, I don't think going into it, you always think that you're going to, you can't win them all obviously, but um, I think that, just because of how hard of a non-conference schedule we had and losing those two games early, I think we learned from it. And um, with us having an experienced group, I think it's just helped us in the long run. When I saw the team at the Jamboree at SIU, I, I don't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on it at the time. I was standing next to Tim Ritchie. I was standing next to Greg Sterk for a while. I was standing next to, uh, Dave McKenzie for a while, and even your brother Kyle was there. I just couldn't put my finger on it, but I I looked at this group that was going up and down the floor at a pretty fast pace against a very good team, and I thought, wow. I mean, these guys, this program, let me, let me say it that way, this program hasn't lost a thing. And you go to the Nationals, and you lose all these guys, and then you say, well, what, what do you – because – it's always recruiting in JUCO. I mean, it, you get them for two years or maybe one year if you get somebody that's a, coming in as a freshman and you get him for a sophomore season. But I just can't – I couldn't put my finger on it then. Maybe I, I have a little better grasp of it now that this team is unselfish. This team works its tail off. This team was great shooting, uh, solid rebounding, and you can interchange parts all day long and never run out of pieces coming down the assembly line. No, for sure, Mike. And I think the biggest thing with us is our depth. I mean, like you said, we just have interchangeable pieces that can pretty much play any one through five, I should say. So, I mean, that's helped us with the guard play and the forward play. So, I mean, just having those guys and the depth that we've had just, I think, makes it easier on each other, knowing that if someone's not shooting it well one night, well, someone else will will probably be shooting it um, better than that. So, I mean, and credit to our guys they're very unselfish i think we have four or five guys averaging double figures and points per game just for that reason i mean we probably average around 20 assists a game too and i mean that's how you want it to be and defensively uh the last time i checked you were getting around five or six blocks a game you're getting 
steals per game. I mean, a lot of things that people kind of have to dig for, but you guys do, uh, and coaches, you know, always say, hey, boy, look at this, and uh, things that sometimes go unnoticed, I think, by by the fans, maybe not. I, I don't know. I, I think we have a pretty sophisticated fan base here in Southern Illinois. But uh, this team, this Logan basketball team, ranked fourth in the country, they do things that sometimes, and I know, you know, there's valleys. You know, Dave said earlier, Dave McKenzie said, wow, it was, it was close at halftime. And I thought, uh-oh, is this the, is this the game? And uh, there's runs in every game. But you guys do so many things well that sometimes – you can play bad and still win by 17. I, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, no, and, um, I mean, Dave's right. We didn't have a great first half, but, I mean, it's a 40-minute 40, 40 game for a reason. Uh, we went into halftime and talked about what we needed to do, and the guys um, did a great job of that in the second half against Lewis and Clark. So, like I say, I mean, it, all the credit goes to them for the hard work and dedication that they put in to making this program and this team really good. Early in the season, the Johnny Logan Volunteers went on a lot of road trips, and there were some very tough games, back-to-back, um, games that you weren't always successful. You went to Vincennes and lost after having a big lead, and you came back the next uh, next uh, night and, and looked impressive, beating a very good Macomb team. But now you're going to Olney, Shawnee, Vincennes, and Lincoln Trail. Now, I don't know about you, Coach Smith Peters, but uh, that that is quite a road trip. Yeah, no, it is, and those are probably four of the tougher places to play in our league. I mean, every road game's not easy, but when you have to go to Olney Central and Shawnee and Vincennes and Lincoln Trail in two weeks and four straight games, I mean, it's it's tough. It's mentally, physically, um, very tiring, but um, at the same time we're excited to get to play. I mean, that's what we want to do. I mean, we're at the point in the season where, and I'm sure I'm like a lot of other people or a lot of other coaches where uh, I'd rather play games than practice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because there's only so much you can get done um, at this time of the year. And more of it's just trying to stay healthy and just making sure our guys are mentally and physically ready to go. Now, do you guys have a home game after the Vincennes game before you go to Lincoln Trail? Uh-huh. That's a great question, Mike. I can look real quick. I thought DH uh, said that. Lakeland, yeah, we Lakeland, do. Lakeland at home. Yeah, Lakeland at home. Right. So it's not a four-game straight road trip. You have a home game sandwiched in there on the fifteenth, February fifteenth. But yep. uh, still, if if people were looking at that that stretch and saying, "Oh, on the oh, Shawnee, uh oh, Vincennes on the road, and Logan hammered these guys senseless the last." You know what? I would go back to, and I told Dave this, and he agreed. That game at Shawnee, that might be the toughest game of that of that quadrant. Yeah, no, and it was actually supposed to be a home game, but we had to flip flop games for the fact that Shawnee um, redid their whole gym. So oh. um, we're actually excited to get down there because it looks unbelievable. So I mean, I'm happy for Coach Sparks because it was much needed for them, but um, just looking on film, it looks really nice. They updated everything, uh, the court, bleachers, and all that, wow. so it's, it looks phenomenal. And Sparks does a good job. He gets he gets the most out of his players. If anybody does, 
Uh, I, I, I love Coach Sparks. I love to watch him coach on the sidelines. And I bet it's a, it's a big challenge to go up against him. Oh, no doubt. Like you said, Mike, he gets every ounce out of his guys to play hard and just seeing him on the sidelines, how passionate it is, how passionate he is about getting his players better and them working hard. I mean, he does an unbelievable job over at Shawnee. The uh, conversation that Dave McKenzie and I had was so fun because we kept uh, going over different players and it was like that, you know, one of those drinking games where if you, Oh, what about this guy? You got to take a drink, you know, and we went through the whole thing. And then, it, then he said something about KJ and I said, you never mentioned, you haven't mentioned him yet. And then we got almost through and my mind was racing thinking, who hasn't he mentioned? Who hasn't he mentioned? He, he didn't mention James Dent. And I said, Oh, what about James Dent? He can come in and score about, he's averaging what, about nine points and he plays about seven minutes a game. I mean, you've got some guys on there. You talk about depth. That's kind of a, uh, a misnomer because, I mean, no kidding. There's probably five, maybe six guys on your bench that would be starting for any other team in the GRAC right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no question about that. But And that's a credit to them. I mean, um, they wanted to come here. They, we have a lot of accountability. I mean, we don't promise any playing time or any of that. It's just off how hard they work and um, what they do to help us win. And every single, one, every single one of them does something good for us to be able to win. I bet, because coaches are, are funny kind of birds. I mean, some guys... They can't go to sleep after a game. Some guys, uh, if if it's a tough loss, I, I've been on buses, long road trips, where guys are all all the coaches are up in the front and they're they're dissecting things. I bet you go to bed and sleep like a baby. Do, do you? I mean, do you just every night just put your head on the pillow and say, oh, 16 games in a row, Kurt Lewis, uh, Kamari Peterson, and James Dent, and you know Isaiah uh, Stafford, and and you know I mean because this really. I mean, I can't state it enough because I've been involved with the program for so long and I've seen so many teams and so many good coaches, Tom Ashman, Mark Imhoff, uh, uh, even back, you know, there I go all the way back to John Sala when I played for the Volunteers mm-hmm. and Greg Sterick was an assistant coach. But, uh, and, and you know, Bobby Brown was a coach there for a while and, and uh, on the women's side, Gary Barton has all those national championship banners up there. Um, but... I, I don't think I can say enough about a guy who five years ago was chucking it up from three-point range for the Slukies down in Springfield, Missouri, or in, in uh, Wichita, and now you're leading a team who is ranked fourth in the nation. Um, I, I don't know. I just can't. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to have a man crush on you or anything, but, you know, I thought your brother was good. I mean, this is, this is uh, great what you're doing, do you think the, that Southern Illinois, because, I mean, you're getting a lot of coverage in the Southern. You're getting a lot of TV coverage. I, I, I've seen them there. Uh, do you think Southern Illinois realizes how good this team is? Um, I, I think some do and some don't. I mean, I think the best way to do that is uh, to come to a game and watch. I mean, for the pace of play that we want to play at, I mean, it's. I think it's an exciting brain to basketball because, um, I mean, we, we try to – try to turn the other team over and score off fast breaks. I mean, that's what we want to do. And uh, as we always say, we want to turn our defense into offense. And um, this team does an unbelievable job at that. 
Also, too, uh, the fact that the games now, the technological side is kind of caught up. Uh, John LeBlond and, and, and his group, along with Greg Sterick, with some of the things that we've been able to do through COVID with uh, broadcasting remotely, things like that. Um, it's, it's pretty remarkable um, that people, because I hear this all the time. I said, man, how come you haven't come to a Logan game? He goes, well, I've been to one, but I watched about five or six. I mean, it's on YouTube. It's, mm-hmm. There's links all over the place, Facebook. Uh, you can watch a game and hear the radio broadcasters, whether it's Dave or, or Tim, Richie, or myself, or Matt Varney. You can hear us while you're watching the game. And what I like to do, uh, because everybody likes to critique themselves, just like a coach watching game film, sometimes I'll go home and pull it up and, and listen to the call to see, you know, if I'm keeping up, if I'm – because you guys play a pretty fast brand of basketball, and now you're talking about a guy who's not 37 anymore. I'm 67, and and all of a sudden I'm trying to keep up with these fast breaks, and sometimes you look down to mark something, you've already stolen the ball and scored again. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's what we want it to be. I mean, that's we say we turn our defense into offense, but, I mean, when it comes to our streaming, we have one of the best in the country. If it wasn't for Greg and – John, Jonathan LeBlond and you guys, Murph, I mean, it, it'd be very hard to um, do what we do if it wasn't for all of you guys. So, I mean, we appreciate um, everything that you've put into our program. And um, and like I said, we, we appreciate it very much. What's uh, uh, very gratifying is when uh, somebody like KJ uh, Debrick's parents are, come to a game or they come to Ren Lake or uh, last year it was uh, – um, I think we had, uh, um, I can't remember, maybe it was Sean East had some people at a game, uh, and they come up to us and they uh, thank us or they say, oh, we love listening to you guys. Uh, Your assistant coach now, Tad, was saying, oh, my parents love to listen to you guys. And we're having so much fun um, that, you know, there's times during the timeouts that we whispered, we don't want it to be heard, but, man, they're paying paying us for this because it it is exciting to watch. It is fun to watch. And uh, only tomorrow night. Give us a little scouting report. Um, well, the first time we played Olney, I think that was one of our best games that we had all year. Um, I mean, we made a lot of shots, and they missed a lot of shots. And um, we got up big in the first half. And um, Olney is second in region play right now. They're tied with Vincennes, so in standings-wise. So they've only lost two games. And so, I mean, it's at Olney, so it's going to be a very tough game. It's a tough environment, and um, I'm sure Olney will be ready to go. They will be ready to go. And then Saturday at Shawnee in a new facility, practically, with the new floor and everything. Um, but for the guys like like Sean Smith or Q or Lewis that haven't been through the GRAC and that their first time through, I think these guys, and they're mature, but I think they're showing a very, very – a large degree of calm and let's take this one game at a time. I don't get the sense that these guys ever get ahead of themselves. No, they don't. And it's been great. And like you said, Mike, they're very mature. I mean, that's what experience does for these guys. I mean, we have a lot of guys that have played a year of college basketball and at the end of the day, that experience is the one thing you want on your team. And so being an older group, um, with a lot more sophomores than freshmen, um, it's helped us just in those t- types of games, those types of environments. And um, 
I think the biggest thing is is them helping our freshmen, Ray Ray, Elliot, Grant, just knowing how to take each day and like you said, just taking it day by day, game by game and not overlooking one opponent and looking to the next. So yeah. I mean, they've done a great job with it. 